call is now being recorded. Oh, you did call. You did call the V2V line because now we're come. actually on. I did indeed. Well, hi there. Hey, um, I think this must be episode 27, I think. Holy cow. Because uh, we did 25. Yeah. Which was all ex- very exciting. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then 26 was, uh, I think, the last one we did. And I can't even remember what it was about. That's how. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, what was that about? I can look it up. I hope you read this. It was about something. I know we, we spoke for like a number of minutes about something. Previously on B2B podcast. Previously Hi, on. Hi, I'm, Hi, I'm Eric Estrada. Would you like to buy a timeshare? Yes, tell me more. Well, I'm kind of broke because I used to I used to be a cop on chips, and I kind of get drunk now. But anyway, uh, I got these these boxes, and you can you can sleep on the beach between uh, you know uh, one and uh, and and six a.m. And you can sleep on the beach in this box. Hey man. Timeshare. How well, much is that? Yeah, how much? Uh, well, you know, these days things are expensive, man. So I'm going to be asking about, you know, I don't know, upfront fee of, you know, 30, 30, 30 grand and, you know, maybe, maybe uh, 50, 50, 50 grand for the whole box and then some taxes. Are you drunk yeah. now? Yeah, I'm super drunk, man. I'm Eric Bunkastrada. Hey, did you ever go on Celebrity Rehab? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was on I was on with a bunch of people, man. I was trying to get my career back together, so I started getting drunker on purpose to get in there. So I wasn't drunk enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, doc, did Dr. Drew cure you? Yeah, I mean he's awesome, man. You know he's a doctor. You know, and he's you awesome. Know, I I've always been of the belief that uh, doctors who use their first name probably shouldn't be trusted. No, wait a second. Thing. It's just a thing I have. You know, like wait hey, a second, I'm, I'm Doctor Bill. Who? Dr. Bill. Is that your last yeah. name? No, it's my first name, Dr. Bill. Well, let Dr. me tell you about this one time, this one time down in one of my timeshares in Texas that fell apart. Uh, I, I had this kid was down there swimming in the ooze that we, we told him not to swim in it, but he was swimming in the ooze, and I had to play Dr. Eric, you know? And Dr. Oh. Eric, yeah. Yeah, it's just something about professionals who choose to go by their uh their first name like that. It it's it's weird to me. Yeah. But you know, hey, hey, you know, if he helped you, if Dr. Drew 
helped you out, then I guess more more power to him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I oh I hey. figured out uh I figured out what uh what we, what we talked about. about last time. Yeah. How okay, so it was like three weeks ago. We were talking about the Kavanaugh syndrome and I think part of the Kavanaugh syndrome yeah. is that things that happened recently seem like they happened yeah. years ago. <laughs> like right. literally like what? Like that just right. happened? Come on. No, that, that's got to be like two years ago that that happened. It does seem like a very long time ago that we talked about that. A lot has happened since then. A lot has happened. Um, yeah. Like uh, like more homeless people in Venice Beach. Wow. Hey, wow. That's a nice segue, huh? I uh, see what you did there. It's, like, it's a horrible segue. It has nothing to do with it. Or does it? Yeah. So, let's talk about this, because you're of the opinion that people are out there simply because they don't fucking want to work anymore, and people are done slaving. This is your. This is what I think? Yeah. Is that your opinion? Well, okay, so I, I have a variety of opinions about why people are out there. That's certainly okay. one of them. That's one, sure. Uh, okay, so how many, let's back up a little bit. How many people yeah. really are living unsheltered? It's got to be unsheltered, too, because the people in shelters don't count, I guess. Or yeah. do they? I don't know. Like, the estimates no, are like 1,000 people in any given yeah. night? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But there's that. a lot. Yeah. So why are they there? Right. They've always been there, I think. Well, that's the other thing, right? I mean, it's the... If you go back to, like, the 80s, before our time, um, Venice Beach and Santa Monica, too, that whole area, the whole beachfront area was known as the home for the homeless. It was kind of tagged with that name. Yeah. Because if you're going to be living outside, where do you want to go? Like, right. you have the whole country, but you die in the winter cold in the back east. You you fry in, in the desert, you know, um, you're uncomfortable up north. It's too wet and rainy. I mean, yeah. maybe it's not freezing, but you're wet and you're moldy, literally. Yeah. Up, yeah. up in yeah. the northwest. Um, yeah. So if you're going to be living outside, you're going to go to the west coast and all the way to the west coast to the ocean because yep. you because you you don't you only have. Um, well, if if you consider the outside world as a box with four sides, out at the beach you only have three sides. Yeah, because because of the ocean, you can't go any further. And and the weather's great, and there's you know there's opportunity here for anybody because that's what the dream is. That's what's been that's what everyone's been told. Yes, I like, come to California. And um, 
you know, make make your dreams come true out here yes. in in the porn in the porn industry, I guess. And I don't know I don't know what what that dream is other than women, weed, and weather. Right. So the, so they've always been around. Um, more people have moved to California, like I guess to use a stupid word, legitimately. You know, yeah. uh, they moved out here with a job, or or they moved out here and stayed inside and found work. And as the years have gone by, <clears throat> things have become progressively more and more expensive. No one's going to argue with that. No, nope. that's just true. Yeah. And and you know, um, homeless people happen. And they go to the place that's going to be the most accommodating and comfortable for whatever reason. Like, right. I think the reasons the reasons people come out are probably less important than just the fact that people are, are there. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, you know, it's different for everyone. Right. But the... All right. So we, we've got kind of that out of the way. Like, there are, the people are here, and they live outside, and they come for a variety of reasons. Um, and, you know, I don't... I don't know what other people want to really do with them, like, because they're people, you know? Like, what, what do you do with a person? Homelessness yeah. isn't a crime. No. Um, but a lot of, a lot of steps have been made to uh, criminalize certain aspects of homelessness, like, like sleeping on the sidewalk or putting up a car. tent. In L.A., you can't sleep in a car even, you know. I mean, yeah. Sleeping absolutely. in a car, right? So even if even if living outside was, was viable, it's not allowed. So, so, but that, so it, it's criminalized, like, and it becomes like what what do they call it like quality of life crimes or yeah something something weird like that, that. <clears throat> so people get uh ticketed and um, either go to court and have fines or they miss court and get bench warrants and yeah. it, it eventually they eventually spend some time in jail. And then they come back out, and then the cycle continues. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it. You and I have, have seen this, like, in person over and over and over again. Endlessly. So, so that further, it further solidifies the problem of them being <laughs> homeless. Like, there's not really, it be, the exit, the exits seem to be, uh, blocked for any any reasonable way to 
remove themselves from that situation if indeed they want to remove themselves from that situation because because some people <clears throat> really just want to be there yeah yeah but there's also you know you get stuck as a human man you know and right. if you're out if you're out there in particular and you're trying to make money say bending or making art on the beef then mm-hmm. you your goal becomes needing to make money every day with your art not going to get services which are on the other side of fucking town by the way you know it's right it's and what no, you make that's a, that's an important point. So then you look at okay, so what services and and are people entitled to them? Like yeah, um, or or are they or are these so-called service, services actually worse than the situation they're trying to get out of? Like um, yeah. Yeah, like is going to uh, is going to a crowded shelter filled with disease and crowdedness and bad food and whatever else goes on there is that better or is it just that those people aren't seen anymore as much? Is that part of it? I think the complaint by the residents and those who pay taxes is that yeah. They don't want to walk out onto their beach, which they consider their backyard, and see homeless people everywhere. That's their complaint. Right. Yeah. And, sure. But again, it's, this is uh, like, the, it's the grand capitalistic illusion. You know, it's sort of like, well, there are people who can't afford to live inside, but I don't want them near me. So let's shuffle them over to somewhere else where other people pay taxes but don't want to have them, but they're not in front of me here. So it's it's interesting because so then the problem seems to become if you're obviously homeless and you're filthy or you're filthy or you have an encampment that's a big mess and it's an eyesore. Then, then you are, you're, you're a problem, like, to yeah. the general welfare of the community. Like, yeah. By any, by anybody's standards, by other homeless people's standards. Like, yeah. It seemed, there, there seems to be something lost on the people complaining about <clears throat> this problem when they try to paint the whole population as doing a particular thing. And that's kind of what yeah. I meant earlier about there's a variety of people doing different things for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Now, if if uh if someone who lives there was doing the same kinds of things like throwing garbage around and or walking around uh, unbathed or uh Accosting people, yeah, would they be treated differently? 
you know, would or or would they or would that individual be targeted as a nuisance? Maybe rightly so. Right. You, would, you wouldn't start looking around and saying, oh, all these people in the houses are causing problems because this one particular person is causing a lot of problems. Right. That you wouldn't happen. generalize. You wouldn't generalize. Right. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> right. But the homeless population gets super generalized. And, of course. And, you know, full disclosure, I was, uh, I was out there living on the beach for uh, a number of years. And I would get, this is crazy, I would be asked to get out of food lines with my buddy because uh, we didn't look homeless. Like, <laughs> like, right, like these people, this is for homeless people anyway, or only. <clears throat> and my buddy Kip and I would have to explain that no, we, we qualify. We are indeed homeless, and we're in line to get food just like that smelly guy up, up in front. And, oh, oh, sorry. And they get all, uh, all weird. Like, well, like, how can, it causes a lot of problems in their head. Like, how can you, looking normal from my standard, be in this line? What like what's going on with you, and um, and we just kind of laugh it off. <clears throat> By the way, my my friend, he uh, he chose to be out there. He chose yeah. to sleep on the sidewalk. He had a job at at a marina boat rental place. He worked there for six months. Didn't miss a day. Saved his money and traveled around the world. Amazing. And no one ever thought he was homeless. In fact, we used to talk about we used to talk about tactics about how to appear not homeless. And one of the things was one of the things was you can never ever have more than one bag. Right. Like right. a backpack. If you had if you had a backpack and a bag or a backpack and anything else, or sometimes just even a backpack. Yeah. That's a tell. Like, oh, like, what are you doing out in the world with a backpack? Like, yeah. why isn't your stuff at home? Right. So we had all these hiding spots for our stuff. Right. And, <clears throat> you know, we'd wake up and pack up and, and hide our stuff and then go out in the world and, and I would play music, and he would uh, go to work, and there, you know, no one, no one even knew. Yeah. And there are a lot of people like that. Of course. There are a lot of people like that who aren't drug-addled, who aren't no. crazy. And, and, and this attitude that, like, oh, I can't even walk out on my anymore there's there's human feces and needles and trash everywhere it's just not true it's not true like there may be there may be incidents of that happening yeah but but the truth is that's kind of, that kind of thing happens everywhere 
everywhere, this, like in the whole world. Like there's always this that is, guy. This is, this is true, Marcus, but I mean, like, recently, the population of encampments and tents that are left up all day with, like, stuff is increasing in Bennett. That is increasing. And that is something that people hadn't seen for a while because of the ordinance of one cops being able to roll on the beach with their fucking SUVs, which I right. still don't agree. That's true. I still I still don't agree with. And two, because there was a law about being allowed to have tents on the beach. Right. So let's. That's true. Okay. So when I said it's not true, I didn't mean over. I didn't mean ever. I meant that the majority of the people aren't doing that. The majority of them aren't doing that. Some are. Okay. Granted. Yeah. This is true. Summer. This is very true. You've got so maybe 30, to... 30 tents out there, you know, near sunset, and you've got, you know, maybe, you know, another 30 to the right and another 30 to the left, and that's it. That's right. not the majority of the people on the street. You're right. It's not. So let's let's go back for a second and understand why why this happened and why it was allowed, because it's important, because a lot of people don't understand what yeah. changed because yeah. a couple of years ago that was totally off limits, like absolutely 100% not going to do it. The police would come by, ask you to take your yeah. stuff down, ask, you know, ask you to clean up. Um, and so what happened, what last, was it last year? Yeah. That, uh, a police vehicle ran over a sunbather. Yeah. Okay, was this person, do you know about this? I mean, like, more specifically, was it, was she homeless? Was she, or was she just a, a tourist, or do you know? I don't know. Actually, it really doesn't matter. You know, the, that, the argument, like, who she is, like, in that sense, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. But, but yeah. it might matter, it might matter to somebody. This was in yeah. the daytime, right? Or do you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I would. Oh, she was sunbathing. I suppose it would be. I would assume. Yeah, I would assume it was a sunbathing tourist. Yeah. Right. Perhaps. Okay. Let's just say there was a lady on the beach in the daytime. Yeah. I ran over, got injured, survived, but, but then, then there was a lawsuit, and there was an injunction, right, placed on the police regarding driving. Their vehicles on the sand. Now I, I saw I saw um, I saw quads out there. Recently. Mm-hmm. They're still driving mm-hmm. those, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what? I don't I don't know what what changed. Like, do you know why it's being allowed now? I I don't, but I do know that recently Venice. 311 posted a blog and they kind of like are police advocates and police, you know, related. And they talked about how there's a specific area now on the beach where if you call 911, the police will not come out to you. They won't anymore out there. Is that, is that true or do you, or do you know? Yeah, I can, I can, I can actually, yeah, I can pull that up. Hold on. Well, no, 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 not that, not that someone said it. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, but is it really true? Yeah, I so think people so. But I don't. Well, that seems odd. I know, right? It does. It seems very strange. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, it probably is there. No. Because the police are mandated by law to respond immediately to a 911 call. If it's a yeah. non-emergency calls are treated differently, like they non-emergency calls are put on their on the list of places they yeah. need to stop by. And oftentimes they either don't get to it or they'll come by an hour or two later because it's just on their list of tasks that they need to accomplish during the day if they have time. Yeah. But it was explained to me uh, by a police officer uh, the difference um, because what happened to me was I was uh, fixing a bicycle, um, my bike, yeah, out on out on the beach, uh, in a square, in a performance yeah. area, and someone from an apartment building saw me with a wrench and fixing a bike, and called nine one one on me, not because they thought I was stealing, not because they thought I was committing a crime, but because they thought I was vending bicycle services on the beach. And they called 911, and it took an hour for the police to find me because I had no idea, and I had left and gone somewhere else for a minute, yeah. and they were trying to find me. So eventually when they did, they were like, what's going on? I'm like, and I was, I was like repairing my bicycle, but now I'm not. But my bike was still in the area. And they're like, well, you need to remove your bike from the area because someone in this apartment building said that you were vending bicycle services. And so, and I said, that's a 911 call? Like, that's an emergency? And it's like, we don't get to dictate, like, what the emergency is, but if a 911 call comes through, we're required to respond immediately to it. So I'm like, all right. And we, like, kind of, like, laugh it off a little bit, like, whoa, that's that's odd. Um. So, I mean, this was like three years ago, I guess. So, wow, things have changed like, like in some ways. Like, But we're kind of getting away from – now it's kind of turning into a police problem though. now, not a homeless problem anymore. Like, Right. Because, you know, there are some people who are breaking the rules or, or causing a mess or um, – Yeah. I don't – so, uh, I don't know. Let's just, I don't know. Let's just put that aside for a minute, I guess. Yeah. Because it doesn't really seem, it, it's, it seems to be a, a, something that could be fairly easily solved. Like, you know? Yeah. If, if, uh, if that was going, if that could be, like, reinforced that, that the beach isn't a place to uh, set up your camp? No, but you should allow people to sleep on that area that is between the beach and the boardwalk. And you should allow people to fucking camp on the boardwalk probably, too. It's logical. Well, okay. I'm not saying that people shouldn't be allowed to sleep on the beach, camp on the beach, maybe even yeah, I'm not advocating that it shouldn't be allowed. I'm saying that if there are problems like that are specific, like like say for instance, like if you're driving your car 
as a normal human being, you're following all the rules, you're, you shouldn't be bothered, right? If you're speeding or if you're driving recklessly, um, it, if a, if a, if a police officer sees you doing that and you're endangering people or you're causing problems, you should be, um, corrected. Right. Like you should be like stopped and, and perhaps ticketed or, or told to, or given a warning or you should right. be informed that what you're doing isn't, um, isn't allowed by, by our collective um, society, like we've all decided that that running red lights is a bad thing to do. Like, yeah, you know, we all agree, don't do that because you're going to get hurt. Somebody else is going to get hurt. Um, if everyone ran the red lights, then the you know you couldn't drive on the street anymore. If if people are making giant messes on the beach, like, and they're you know. And it can't just be like, oh, there's a tent. I don't like it. I don't like that tent, you know, or, or I don't like that person there. Like, I don't, for whatever reason, I don't like them. Yeah. It's got to be something real. Like, hey, look at that person dumped garbage all over the beach. Like, that one yeah. guy. Not everybody. That one guy did this. So correct him. I don't know how. But... but- if you yeah. start focusing on the individual doing it, you're going to have a lot better results than if you just color everybody with the same brush saying, oh, they're all doing it because they're not all doing it. But I feel like people who spread trash on the beach are probably not mentally well, and we don't have any services for them over here. We just don't. I mean, I guess we have staff out, but, like, I just feel like, I feel like there's really no therapeutic help for mentally ill people. So we're always going to have that element of the homeless population that's mentally ill that's going to take, you know, taxpayers' trash and spreading it all over the place. Right, okay. That's that's a good point. Let's take a look at that then. The mentally ill guy, right, who's, who's like, pooping on the beach and like he's a mess and it's just disgusting and he's even yeah. got like IV like drug paraphernalia and like what there's like needles and or not or you know or he's just crazy yeah he's a schizophrenic guy who yells at everybody you know that guy and himself yeah the barker yeah 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 You're right and so what happened because there are no services, I mean, really, to treat that guy. There really aren't. And everyone no. really understands that that's not the case, or that is yeah. the case, that yeah. there's no place for him to go to. So what right. happens when <clears throat> he's put inside a he's put inside a home or a place to live or a shelter or someplace? He's still on his own, but now he's inside he's going to be doing the same things and he's probably not going to stay there. Right. Probably not. Or he's going to get kicked out. Or So he's going to be immediately back on the beach doing the same thing. Yeah. Like within days. Yeah. And and people who pretend otherwise are fooling themselves. 
And we've seen that a million times as well, you and I. I mean, Personally, God, yeah. God, yeah. The guy who hit me. Right. Uh, George. Good right. old George. Yeah. Um, that's a, you know, that, and he's still there. Mm-hmm. He's still there. I mean, I, I haven't seen him, but I know people who uh, know him. And yeah. they have informed me that, yep, he's still there. In fact, uh, Joey is like his buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, right. and there are other people because what happens is the past gets erased. Of know, course. As, as it does. As it does. And, and I know. People get to renew themselves, you know, and and they don't, you know, the people that they meet, they don't know the history. And this yeah. guy... He was a friend of mine. Like he, he could pull it together, like yeah, and be rational, and and then not, you know, um, and so, so anyway, homes so are, homes and shelters yeah. aren't going to solve that pro- that particular problem. Yeah. So what do we do? That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah. I'm here. Don't worry. We can edit out these long gaps. It's fine. Okay. But sorry. No, it's cool. Like, it's it's really easy. Just clip, them out, clip it out. Um, but what do we yeah. do? I mean, like, honestly, like, there's no answer for that. And you're always going to have that element among the good people and the clean people who do not have a lot of stuff. You know? So, are, it, it really, it, it's really interesting um, when, when, if and when these temporary housing, or I don't know, I don't even know what they're called, this bridge housing kind of comes into place, no. or if it does, like, who's going to move in there? Right. And is it going to be the, is it going to be the rational folks um, who seem to be doing okay living outside? Or, you know, who? Right. Or is it going to be the misfits who aren't going to fit in there either? Um, you know, how is that even just going to be decided? People going right. to line up? I, I have no idea. Like, I've never heard that explained to me. How how these units are going going to be um, occupied and by you know by who and who gets to pick? Yeah, it's it's I a good know. question to ask. I don't know. I, maybe yeah. people who hear this, I hope they Could like. Be. There's a discussion that begins. You know, in the comments, yeah. Because yeah. I think we're making some pretty interesting points about how insolvable this really is. Indeed. Um. Yeah. Like, well, what's you know, what's next? Like, because it's only going to get progressively worse if it doesn't get better. Yeah. Because it's going to turn into the new normal. Like, and exactly, um, you know, and and but a lot of the people complaining about it are like, 
they're just complaining. They're not offering any any reasonable ideas that could actually help people. Well, like um, I, I don't even know what those are. Hmm. Wow. I know a lot. Of that. Yeah, right. Like you know, we're usually pretty, uh, pretty talkative, and when when we both can't find anything to say, that kind of means something. Um, <clears throat> it's just sad too. Like the whole thing is just like so incredibly sad. Oh my God, Marcus! Because there's nothing that can be done. <clears throat> so unless society accepts that there's going to be a dude out there who's trashing everything and making everything a fucking mess. There's no way to, you know, appease anyone. You know, we, we're all just going to be upset with it. You know? You know, it's, it's interesting, like, where all this this garbage comes from, too, which is kind of a, kind yeah. of a mystery, you know, like, I guess, like, because, I mean, it, it comes from somewhere, and it comes from, you know, con- consumers who, I guess, throw their garbage away, and then it gets, like, retrieved by by the homeless guy, I guess. Like, our, our, uh, our one guy we're talking about who represents, like, several people, mm-hmm. but, you know, that one guy... Yeah, he he's dumpster diving and he's finding stuff and and um, gathering it up because he likes it. It's bright or shiny or he thinks he can use it for something. But yeah. here's here's another funny funny thing about about the because you know what's the main complaint really? That it's like the garbage, right? Or, or the encampments or the eyesores. Like that's really the at the heart of it. Like and. Yeah. And people complaining about um, crime. That that seems to be like the things that that people are most uh, concerned about, and you know that those are legitimate concerns. But how often, how often is it the person inside who's who's uh, just dumping their shit out in the in the in the alleys and uh, not disposing of stuff properly? And really gifting garbage to uh, the people that are roaming around outside. It happens all the time. All the time. The problem would be greatly lessened if the people inside. And again, it's not. See, it's, it's again, it's not everybody. It's some people who live inside yeah. have no regard for what happens on the outside, but their neighbor does. So their neighbor disposes of their stuff properly, but the but the one person who who lives inside is is willing to dump his shit all over the alley because he knows for a fact that it won't be there for long. Right, it's going to be it's going to be picked up and by some guy, you know, his whatever it is, wood or old computer or you know all of that crap. Uh, yeah. It's going to and and if it's too bulky to carry, but it's interesting or it's old or out of date, 
somebody's going to grab a shopping cart and throw that bulky thing in the shopping cart and haul it away so they can they can have it and and pretend that it's it's real or pretend that it's a it's a cool computer because it's from the 90s and it doesn't work yeah. anymore you know all of that garbage cuz you know it's it's you know ultimately it's not really like what like garbage garbage in a lot of cases it's stuff yeah you know it's it's a lot yeah. of stuff and yeah. where does that stuff come from? It comes it comes directly from inside, from people who don't give a fuck about putting yeah. stuff out on the street. It's so, true. Right. So if the people complaining about stuff outside would turn to the their neighbors who are actually dumping stuff outside and say, please don't do that, that would solve some of the problem. Yeah, it, it, would, it would be really nice if there was an enforcement where, like, when you went out to take out your trash and you saw that your neighbor had dumped stuff like that, that maybe you called the cops on that neighbor. <laughs> right. It, 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 that's what it comes down to, isn't it? It's insane, right? Like because Because that's the root of this. Everything you see out there is coming from some selfish motherfucker in your neighborhood, who mm-hmm. left shit outside in the alley. Right. You were not True. being nice, you were not being kind, you were not helping us or the homeless people. You're not helping. You're creating this mess out there because this person can't control themselves. Right. They're or... not in reality. So you have to, you have to think. You know, I mean, uh, we're lowering this to a micro thing, but there's, you know, there's probably like 30 schizophrenics out there right now, or, you know, maybe 50. And, and you've got to think, you guys who, who are listening to this, Dennis residents, you've got to think about what you're throwing away like that and what you're putting out. Fucking take it to a dump, please. You know? Yeah. I have a funny story for you. So. I was pretty good at finding like art supplies in uh in recycling bins. Uh yeah. That was usually that's usually where I would look and, and I wasn't like digging in, in garbage. I would look just like superficially on top. Yeah. And and so I I'd find like I I found weed, um I found oh, God, it's just a bunch of stuff, paint, wood, um Yeah. It's a bunch of interesting stuff, and and I used it, and um, and I didn't make a mess, you know, and I I was respectful of the environment, and um, um, I don't want to I don't want to use lost names, but Mike C, right? Yeah, he, he came up to me one day. He's like, "Hey, hey, dude, I need I need to find um, like a frying pan, and it's something else, and and he needed he needed a few items, right? And I said, yeah. Oh, oh, just uh, believe me. Like, there's so much stuff out there right now that you can go, like, find all of that. Like, I was guessing, right? And like, within an hour, he came back. He had a frying pan. He had, <laughs> he had, all, he had all of this stuff that 
that was um, had been thrown away. Now this stuff was thrown away legitimately, but here's yeah. the other thing with here's the other thing with garbage and garbage cans. Once people throw stuff away, it's no longer it's no longer their uh, their domain. It's no longer their property. Like uh, it's not illegal to dumpster dive. Yeah, um, it's not. So, so the solution there, perhaps, is to you know enforce locking up your uh, your garbage, and it's a it's a pretty low cost solution, really. I mean, it's it's something. It, it would it's definitely, something. yeah, it would definitely be a start to sort of like stopping this thing that's going on. So, Right, coupled like that, coupled with the idea of of really coming down, even socially, maybe you know not necessarily legally if it doesn't have to be done, but at least socially, to not have people dump stuff in the you know in the street, like those two things could help the problem with all of the stuff and the big encampments because that's all that's where it all comes from correct so then we you know then we have like the 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 so-called you know drug epidemic yeah and and that too is is just like it's really um now i don't want to say it's blown out of proportion but where do the drugs come from? Well, it's blatant hypocrisy is what it is. Well, that too. But where do the drugs come from? Are they Do they come from the street? They come from people who live inside. Correct. You know? The, they do. Like, <laughs> there might be a, there might be a, a homeless guy who has his, like, stash of, of of drugs that he sells for like five dollars a uh, a shot or a hit or whatever it is. Yeah. But but that person gets his uh supply from a person who lives inside. Guaranteed. This is correct. And most likely from someone near LAX or Inglewood. Or violence. <laughs> or Venice. How do you think yes. that person can afford to live in the apartment he lives in? True that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and again, like this isn't just speculation. We know. Yeah. You know, we know this to be true because we know, we've known people who've done this, and yeah. you know these these street level homeless drug dealers. Like, I gotta go to my I gotta go to my my dude's house to pick up the stuff yeah and oh, it's not okay. that far and it's not that far it's, it's really close yeah you might have to jump on a bus or something or not or no i might mean, just have to go you know i don't know i mean i'll give you, i'll give you an example i mean i'm i won't sure. name names but um i knew someone living on market uh, just, you know, right off the boardwalk in an apartment yeah. up there, like paying three grand a month for that apartment at the time. 
Right. And they were only selling items. Uh-huh. And, yeah. So I know, because I used to go up there myself to, you know, sometimes get items. Right. <laughs> and right. and no, so... Um, I know this is going on there, you know, and I, I happen to know that this apartment is still active there. So, uh huh, with a new yeah. person living. Uh huh. I, I think I even know what you're talking about. Right. So, I mean, like these things are not not happening. Very very local people. <clears throat> no. Right. And so, so you, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's an eye-opener to people who haven't really thought about that. Like, the the drug problem was born and raised inside and is, and is being pushed, literally pushed out onto the beach. Correct. Because these homeless people that are being complained about, they don't have the access to, to any of this stuff. They're, it's given to them so that they can create more demand for the guy inside. Correct. And and what about what about all the theft that's going on? Right? Like you just like right. where do where do people think all the stuff that gets stolen goes to? You know, like, hey, my bike was stolen. Oh. Like, or or my bike was stolen from inside my building. That was one that was recently touched on. Yeah. It was a, all the stuff that gets, uh, <clears throat> you know, stolen and made and granted, a lot of times it's uh, taken by people, like homeless people stealing from homeless people or, Homeless people stealing or uh, cutting locks on bikes. That's all true. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's not true. But when when they get the when they get the item, oftentimes, and and maybe more often than not, those items are sold to people with money. And who's got money? People who live inside. The people who live ding, inside ding, ding, are buying are buying stolen property from off the beach. They're buying it. They're supporting the theft all the time. So residents, if you don't want this happening, you could maybe stop buying it from the people on the beach. But that's not going to stop it happening. No, because you know how much because you know how much stuff on the beach costs. Probably less than fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get a really nice bike and give it to your give it to your uh your friend or as a gift or, or whatever the case is. Like keep it for yourself. Uh, you got a you got a homeless friend who's gonna who's gonna like fix it up for you because he's a bike guy who's also yeah. stealing bikes. Yeah. You know, but he's cool because he he's getting new deals on on bikes. I I know also I also know this for a fact. 
Like this yeah. isn't speculation. I I could yeah I could take you to people's homes who are doing this like right now. You know, like yeah. Yeah. Like direct experience. I know who who's got the stuff and and I mean this is going back, right? This is going back years and and but people I know happened to tell me who they were who they were selling this stuff to. Like it's insane yeah. and they all live they all, all live right up the sidewalk too. It's not like they're you know, there's this myth that all the stolen stuff is being like taken to uh like downtown LA or South Central. Not not very true. Some stuff gets stolen and, and is brought to Venice from there, but then that stuff that's brought to Venice from outside the area is sold to people inside in Venice. It's it's insane. And like I I do know people who buy things from homeless people that are stolen from people in Venice. Right. And then they then they take it downtown and sell it for a little bit more or they take it somewhere else and sell it oh, for right. more. Sure. Even right that, because, that, because of the know? low because of the low cost of buying something off the boardwalk. Correct. People know that they can people know that they can get a deal there and then and then put it in their truck and, and drive it somewhere else or put it on up on uh, Craigslist or whatever yep. the case is and sell and double their money. Yeah. yeah. And 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 then pay their and then they can help pay the, it can help pay their rent control the house that they've inherited. Yep. Mm. So many of the people complaining about this stuff couldn't afford to live there unless they were uh, grandfathered in too. And they have, you know, they have every right to have a good deal on their home. Like I, I'm not taking that away from anybody. That's cool. That's yeah. fantastic. Like I wish I had that deal. But then to turn around and complain about the people who are down and out. Yeah. Well, unless you had the good deal, you might be right there with them because in a lot of cases, it's not. It's just bad luck. Yes. You know. <laughs> and uh, and I don't. I don't know if I really have anything else. To to say about this, but um, I, I will say this, that the people who are complaining about homeless people who are convinced that all they need to do is um, try harder, get a job, lift yeah. themselves up by their own bootstraps, then the people complaining should do exactly the same thing and get wealthy because there shouldn't be any barriers to them getting more and more money, right? Like if the, if the guy with nothing suddenly had the ability to be able to afford to live in a, in a reasonable way, just by force of will, then shouldn't the person who's inside just have the same ability to better their own situation? Like why why is it different? Right. Why? Why? Right. Why? Why is that person plateaued at a particular level in their life, but they're saying that the person who has less than they do has the ability to rise to their level because there are a bunch of wealthy people 
who consider the wage slaves or the people, you know, who don't make a million dollars a year just as scummy as the people who live in homes and apartments think of the homeless people. Exactly. It's true. Like, they're like, you know, they consider these people like, um, you know, uh, well, actually, you, you know who they are, the people who live in, live in the homes and, and who aren't incredibly, uh, incredibly wealthy. They're the, they're the worker bees for the, the millionaires and billionaires. Yeah, they're all their slaves. Yeah. Congratulations, right. you're all slaves. Yay! You live in fucking Venice on the beach, and you're a fucking slave. Yay! Right? I mean, you know, it's not about putting people down. It's about recognizing the humanity of everybody involved, you know? Like, that's these aren't really arguments. The these aren't arguments. This What's is that? all the flaw. This, that's really the most important thing. I mean, this is just all human flaw. We all do this. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because we live in a capitalist society. We all do this. You don't think the clean homeless person looks down upon the crazy dude throwing trash? Of course. Of course they do. And I suppose the crazy dude... Yeah. (laughs) In fact, the the clean homeless people, and this is another thing that we, we know firsthand, will do more. They'll do more than the person complaining about the homeless, the dirty homeless person who's living in a house, they will do more to solve that problem than anybody. Yeah. Like they, yeah. right. They will like, uh, they're the, they're the police, you know, in yeah. a lot of places, they're the community police where they will, they will ban and banish and, or beat up or like, yeah, you know, get rid of, of this troublemaker because it's shedding a really bad light on everybody because because the reasonable homeless people understand how how the one guy colors everything. You yeah. know, even if it's not true, they know the attitudes of the the people who are complaining about perhaps legitimate things, but they color everybody with the same brush. And this is again, this is something that I've experienced firsthand. Um you know, people have come out onto the beach and like pointed stuff out and and blamed yeah. everybody in the area for it. When when it's like, you no, know, we know who's doing that and and we're doing our best to take care of it. But yeah. they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that for a second. They're like, no, it's all you. Like, well, it's not. So let's, uh, you know, shit. Like, there's. There may not be a solution, but there are things that should be, like, you know, I think as we've done, brought to light about what's really going on here. And and to remember that, you know, th- these are all people, you know. Yeah. These are not, these are all people who have, who have lives and, and, uh, you know, needs and, and families and all, you know, all kinds of stuff. I mean, the people that you, you spoke about today with um who uh who moved back. These aren't crazy people. These aren't dirty no. people. 
No. No. And there are children. You know, I mean, holy shit. Yeah. Like, you know, or, or you know, are they to blame? No. Not, no. not for one second. And 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 when I when I knew them there before, they were they were model citizens. Yes. You know, like absolutely, yeah. like, and 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 they're exactly the type of people that we're talking about that you would never ever. No, that yeah. they live there unless they told told you. Yeah, ever. Like you would never, never Absolutely. guess. Hey, guess where I live? Oh, I don't know. You live, uh, you live over there? No, I live right here. Wow. So uh, yeah. there's a, you know, there's a whole whole world of uh, reality out there that isn't being addressed and. Uh, I mean, we could we could go on about like bridge housing and stuff like that, but like I think we've kind of covered it. Like it's not it's not it's not going to solve any problems, and in fact, it might make things worse. Yeah, but not having but not having a solution will also make things worse. Yes. Yeah. So like Venice rolls on, you know, like it just like you know the Back in the nineties when I first started um visiting from uh from Long Beach, there was literal literal gunfire every night, like gunplay up and down the alleys. And yeah. uh, and you know what? People thought it was cool. <laughs> like yeah. they're like, It's so it's so dangerous. Like, yeah, I live there. What? Like you're crazy, right? Like, why would you live in Venice Beach? Like there, there's like gang wars going on like every night. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's great. So, I don't know. Is that better? Is that, it's, it's like the risk of getting shot better. Is that was were those the good old days? I don't, I don't know. No. I, don't I mean, would the, would would the people complaining about the homeless people trade? Like the situation now for that, I don't think so. I really don't. No, not no, no. Of course not. And I mean, that's not even a, that shouldn't even be a debate. I mean, it's it's so much better. <laughs> but that changed, you know. Like that, yeah. that's not the case anymore. And uh, no. it's, it's it's interesting. Like it, it's very interesting. And you know, it isn't really brought up or the. Uh, are the people who live inside, this is the killer, right? The people who live inside, but come out to the beach and prey on the homeless people, you know, and, and <laughs> or act as if, or, or they're, you know, the fake homeless people, like those guys, like, yeah, who, uh, and, and many of those are the, are the drug folks, you know, or the, or the thieves, you know, in a lot of cases, it's, uh, People need to wake up about to reality that uh, that you know much of the stuff that's going on that, that people don't like is coming directly from inside. Absolutely. Wow, that was that was pretty intense. Yeah, I think we covered it. I think so. I did horribly in this interview, but I think I got really hungry halfway through. Oh, you did fine. You're my, you're my, uh, 
you're my uh, yes man. I don't know. <laughs> you're like that's true. That's absolutely yeah, but true I, as well. Like, I, mean, cause I I have a lot to say too, and but you know all of the points you made are pretty much points that I would have made. It's just that you made them. So I there you go. Right. Well, I know. But, but, like you, you're so right about you know saying you know why didn't that bum get a job you know and you know well why don't you get more money and go somewhere else because you really aren't you know considered wealthy you just think you are because you're living in Bennett. It's a really stupid argument, you know, when it comes down to it. Like, it's really dumb, like, to have that point of view. Because, really dumb. You know what I mean? Like, we're not advocating that, that that's even possible. Just so you yeah. know. You know? Like, yeah. It's really difficult to to uh, to break out of a particular class. And, and if you're on a downward trajectory, like, uh, socioeconomically, that's uh, that's really tricky. You know what's really important regarding finding uh, a job? What? An address. An address. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, because it's huge. Because uh, you know that you can you can go to the welfare office and use and use that as an address, but there's a problem. At the welfare office, you're only allowed to get government mail. Right. So. So you can't have you can't have uh, anything other than official government mail sent to that address. And if you use um, general delivery, yeah, like if you your zip code is five zeros. So when you fill when you when you get a resume printed out or or um, written out at uh, Starbucks on, on the Wi-Fi there, and you send out your resume to somebody, and they see your address with a zip code of five zeros, well, they either think you're crazy, or they're like, this guy is homeless, getting his mail at general delivery at the post office, Right. And, they, and they throw and they throw your shit in the trash. Correct. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of amazing too. That that where where you know these people who are going to quote unquote bridge housing, what's their address? Right. You know, think about that. Like they're gonna and and then they're gonna what, what live there for six months and. In that time, they're going to be afford to move out because they have so many skills and so many people are looking to hire them. It's doubtful. There's probably a few that'll make it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a Venice Beach miracle in some ways. You are indeed. But you're you know, a special. <laughs> You're a bit of a special one, Marcus. You are. You well, are. You know, uh, I I made it, and and it was only through. It was really only through 
deciding on my own to do something different, you know? Yeah. And no one forced me, but no. it was a matter of, uh, you know, saying, hey, let's, let's try something different. And, uh, you know, it happened to work out, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I am not afraid to, uh, I'm not afraid to, uh, to go back. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to, like, if I was ever in a, in a precarious, like, financial position again and, and found myself in, in, uh, in a kind of a no hope situation where I didn't have any place to live, I'm not, yeah. I'm no longer afraid to, to have to go through that because I, I know how to do it. Yeah. I know, I don't anticipate that happening. Yeah. But it's important too to uh maybe we'll do an episode on, on how to live outside. Yeah, that would be really cool. You know, that might be that might be cool. And then uh and then all the homeless people won't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But you should because actually they, uh, I, I'm because, be because they don't have universal I'm sorry, say that again. I'd be really interested to hear, you know, like how do you live outside? You know? Right. I want to hear your. Right. How do you how do you how do you live outside so the people uh, in the neighborhood think of you as an asset? Yeah. Right. Like. Right. You know, there was a time when I was living out in Venice with my little patch of sidewalk that that I'd be I'd befriended the neighbors who lived across the street in the house, and one night, mm-hmm. one night they came over. And we had a wine and cheese party on my sidewalk. For real. So cool, man. They thought, they were like, this is the coolest thing ever. I'm like, dude, I don't have to pay any rent. And they're like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was so So cool. There are ways to do it. You know, there are are ways to do this. Yeah. and and it's important that uh that both both ways of living understand you know each other's pointed points of view you know that's really Absolutely. important the, the idea of, because because you know as as I said in the beginning there are there are a number of people who live out there because they want to yeah and and maybe those people are more invisible. You know, maybe people don't under, don't know for sure. Like that's a that their friendly guy at the coffee house is is really uh, homeless and lives on the on the beach because he wants to. And he and he and he may have more disposable income than you do. Right. <laughs> you know. Sure. That's not that's not fair. I pay I pay good money to live live in Venice. Well, so does the other guy, but he he pays he pays in a different way, you know. He pays in a, yep. in a little bit different way. It's all it's all uh, it's all social capital, you know. It's all it's all uh, you know. There's, there's a cost for everything, and if pe- if people are, are convinced that that living outside doesn't cost anything, they're wrong. The cost is is very expensive. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. 
All right. I've got to eat. I'm going to do a, do a little Sam Harris breathing now. Okay, okay. Some, uh, I'm going to do some uh, housekeeping now. Hi, I'm Eric Estrada. Do you want to be sold a timeshare? Sorry, man. I got to go. Hey. I got to go to this was the V to V podcast with short center alias episode number 27. And, uh, you know, don't, don't like this. Don't subscribe. Definitely don't ring the notification bell. And, but please leave a nasty comment because we live for it. See you soon. Bye. Bye.